Greetings Stationeers and welcome to this second feature of the cinema show from the Revelation Station. In our last exciting episode, Gary and I gave our opinions on various movie tracks by Genesis members. One of those songs was Against All Odds by Phil Collins, which of course was a massive hit, selling half a million copies in the UK alone and achieving gold status in the USA. Now, when a song's that successful, it inevitably leads to the dreaded cover versions. So in this minisode, I'll be talking about a few of the more successful versions that were released, successful in terms of sales at least. And I'll also be including a discussion that was cut from the final edit about a more obscure cover version that you might not have heard before. How can you just walk away from me? When Phil released Against All Odds in 1984, he couldn't possibly have known that 16 years later, melismatic sensation Mariah Carey would release two versions of the song in the same year. In November 1999, the pop diva released her seventh studio album, Rainbow, which included her version of the song. That's uh, not to be mistaken for Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. In major territories, i.e. the UK and the USA, it remained an album track. However, extensive radio play in many European countries meant that in May 2000, it was released as a single. It got to number two in Norway and Poland, and it got to top 40 in nine other European charts. The song received generally positive reviews, although the vocal gymnastics for which Mariah is famous saw her come in for a little bit of criticism. There's nothing unusual in that. An R&B singer releases Phil Collins cover. That's a mundane story. There was a whole album of R&B covers of Phil songs under the name Urban Renewal, which featured such artists as Brandy, ODB, Lil Kim, Khalees and Pharrell, as well as Montel Jordan. That album was released in February 2001, sometime after Mariah's version of this. But in September 2000, the glamorous soul queen teamed up with diminutive Irish boy band Westlife for yet another version of the song. How can I just let you walk away? Just let you leave without a trace When I stand here taking every breath with you Just walk away from me 
This version was released in the UK where it hit the number one spot. It also hit number one in Ireland. The success of the single was largely due to the popularity of Westlife at the time. It was their sixth consecutive number one single in the UK. For those of you who don't know Westlife, they formed in Ireland in 1998 and have had over 13 million album sales certified in the UK, which proves that there is no accounting for taste. For this single, the music was completely re-recorded, although Mariah's vocals were those from her solo version, and a Westlife-only version was included on one of the CD single releases. You could argue that this is the perfect medium for the song. It's an overblown pop power ballad which Phil, as talented as he is, just didn't have the voice for. Given free reign to go over the top, Mariah makes the song her own. It's just a shame that she tags along with the much less talented Westlife boys for the more successful version. Personally, I don't care for either. Mariah Carey is overrated as a singer in my opinion. A five octave range is impressive, but maybe don't use all five in every song? Westlife are bland, and their performance of the song sucks all the emotion out of it as they do with every song they sing. They are the musical equivalent of beige. But those aren't the only covers of the song. Notable artists who covered it include The Shadows, Bonnie Tyler, Barry Manilow, and 2004 X Factor winner Steve Brookstein. The version by Steve Brookstein was also a Christmas number one. Just for you, here's a special mix I've put together to give you a taste of those versions.
just make you turn around Turn around and see me cry There's so much I need to say to you So many reasons why Cause you're the only one who really knew me at all So take a look at me now There's just an empty space And there's nothing left here to remind me Just the memory of your face Take a look at me now Cause there's just an empty space But to wait for you is all I can do And that's what I've gotta face bag i'm sure you'll agree nothing really outstanding there but that brings us to an obscure cover version by the postal service not to be confused with the people who deliver letters the postal service a death cab for cutie singer ben gibbard producer jimmy tamborello and backing singer jenny lewis they released their debut and so far only album give up in 2003 to positive reviews the name comes from the way they produced the music, with Jimmy recording instrumental tracks and sending them to Ben, who edited them and added his vocals. Their most famous song is Such Great Heights, which was used in many, many adverts, as well as being the theme to Grey's Anatomy in 2005. In 2004, the band contributed a cover of Against All Odds to the soundtrack of the film Wicker Park, starring Josh Hartnett. I haven't seen the film, but the synopsis shares many similarities to Against All Odds, with a man tracking down a lost love who isn't quite what she seems. Unlike the Mariah version, or any of the other versions that have been played already, the Postal Service make the song more electronic in sound, whilst at the same time keeping the spirit of the original intact. Have a quick listen to this, then hear what Gary and I thought afterwards. How can
cover I did get you to listen to though was by the Postal Service. You did indeed. I did. Now the Postal Service are a band formed by Ben Gibbard of uh, Death Cab for Cutie and the producer Jimmy Tamborello. They basically work, the reason they're called the Postal Service is they basically worked by sending tapes to each other through post. Oh it wasn't because they had a part time job. No. No. So Jimmy would come up with some music and post it to Ben and Ben would write some lyrics around it, record them and post it back. Jimmy would write some more music, etc, etc. So they released an album. They've not heard of the internet. Basically doing that. And the album's great. It's real electronica. Um, lots of great beats and things on it. Really, really good album. They did a cover version of Against All Odds. They did indeed. Which was for a film called Wicker Park, which was released in 2004. But this version was released on that soundtrack album and is very, very different. Is indeed. If you like the sound of that, that's what their album sounds like. Okay. So what do you think of that, Gary? You've never heard that before? No, I hadn't. Um, well, it's got that great Scooby-Doo organ music at the mm-hmm. beginning, which I quite liked. Yeah. And then I thought, it, this is a shame that 
they still seem to be doing it by post because this guy's phoning mm. it in. Mm. Literally talking over the phone. Yeah. And then you think, oh, this is clever because mm. it's like, oh, I get it now. But it still sounds terrible because they're doing it over a phone. Yeah. I think that's deliberate, though. I know it's deliberate. <laughs> I know that is deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a moron, <laughs> despite the poster campaign. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was all right. I don't think it was particularly special. No? Um, it was all right. I mean, when you compare it to the the more straight cover versions by, for example, Mariah Carey, how would which which approach would you say would be the best way to go? Would you? I know you hate the song anyway. Mm, yeah. But would you prefer somebody to just do the song straight, or would you prefer them to play around with the sounds a little bit, like they have on the posters? No, that's the thing. You see, because I didn't hate this version. Mm. Um, I found it because it wasn't laden with schmaltz. Yeah. Because they were trying to be creative. Because of the way it was done, almost theatrical. Mm. Um, I rather enjoyed it, and I found yeah. it more haunting mm. and I think that's the best way of doing it this yeah. was this was emotionally haunting yeah. which is what the lyrics suggest mm. rather than Phil Collins' original version and some of the other versions which is just schmaltz yeah. Yeah. this wasn't about schmaltz this was quite clearly about separation yeah. um, which is not what you get from the other versions they're, no. they're too schmaltzy yeah. they're too sugary and you just get this wave after wave after wave of sugar yeah. and um, it's like I can't take that mm. good Take can't, it, can't take it. But this was fine yeah. because it was almost a theatrical version. Mm. I mean, you felt the separation that was involved in the lyrics and the sound. Yeah. And I say the, the fact that it was done over the phone, although it sounds terrible when mm. you listen to it, it's perfect for what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, so I liked this and I liked the song yeah. in this version. I mean, they've basically taken an 80s power ballad, which is what it is. We kind of agreed mm. that's what it was and taking the ballad out and taking the ballad out of it yeah mm. and, and left you're left with the bare bones of the song which is a great song which is yeah exactly exposes it just as a shame that Phil Collins then goes on to ruin it <laughs> when I think it's like they've aged backwards <laughs> this yeah. was the original if this was the original this would have been well, it wouldn't have been a hit it wouldn't have been a hit no, no way but I prefer this because yeah. I think this is far more atmospheric. What do you think? Of I like this version. I think it's a brilliant version of it. I mean, I I quite like the song anyway, as you, as you may remember from yes, yes, however long ago it was. That thought never <laughs> fails to disgust me. Um, but I like this. I like the postal service anyway. I like the way they the way they deliver mail every <laughs> single day. Yeah, I, I like the way they changed it from that big power balance. It's stripped everything superfluous thing away mm. and left just the heart yes, of exactly. the song um, and I think Ben Gibbard's a, an acquired taste as vocally yeah. um, I think that's the same even with Death Cab for Cutie like Death Cab for Cutie are a great band they are indeed yeah. um, and I think he, he can be an acquired taste but I think he really he shines on his performance on this Yes, I agree. I think this is um, very nicely done. I say, it's the fact that they've stripped it down to the essential meaning of the song mm. and played it as what the song's about yeah. and just left the cutiness out of it. Yeah. And I think that's just reinvented the song. Yeah. I mean, I think some of the other cover versions, they've taken what Phil did with the power ballad thing and blown it up. Like they've blown it much up. like I did to that copy of Face Value. I don't mean I don't mean blow it up with like dynamite. I do. I mean make it bigger. Like oh, my mistake. Blowing up a photo. Yeah, my mistake. Um, they've they've you know they've increased the 
histrionics to the nth degree so that they've taken what Phil did which was over the top already mm-hmm. and now it's it's over the top and it's halfway to the enemy lines when you get to some of the other versions I'm really digging in I'm really digging in so I think that's why I think this version is better than most of the cut versions just because they've taken it for different no argument from me. I mean, what's, what's the point of doing a cover version unless you input some of your own style? Well, into it? yeah. I've never seen the point of the cover version. No. That's true, though. I mean, we've, we've discussed this before, haven't we? Yeah. People are never going to be happy with a cover version. No. Because I mean, it's great with live band. Yeah. Live band. Oh, yeah. They do a cover version, great on them. They're playing it, they're doing what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a live thing. It's a nice little surprise, when you isn't it? Try and release it as a song. Mm. And everybody goes, that's not your song. Well, you're always going to lose, aren't you? Because. Some people are going to go, that sounds exactly like the original version, what was the point? Or they're going to go, it sounds nothing like the original version, what was the point? I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some cover versions that I really like. Mm. Uh, Needles and Pins by Ramones, for example. Mm -hmm. I know I do bang on about that one. Mm. I really prefer that version to the original one. But the original one is great. Mm. But, you know, it's just Ramones bought something else to it. Not a lot. Yeah. They didn't change it much, mm. but just enough so you know that's yeah. the remotes do. Yeah, but I like this version. Uh, I'm glad you like this. And finally, the man himself. Phil Collins also released a cover of the song. What? How can he release a cover of his own song? Well, in 1996 and 1998, Phil toured with a big band. How big? Uh, Pretty big, but that's not quite what I meant. He formed a jazz band in the style of his heroes such as Buddy Rich and went out on the road playing jazzed up versions of Genesis and solo hits. In 1999, he released a live album, A Hot Night in Paris, which featured instrumental versions of, among other things, Against All Odds. Regardless what you think of the song, it has endured. With more than 128 officially released covers, the latest being a reggae version that was released in January 2021 by General Soundboy, there seems no stopping it. Not bad for a song that Phil initially rejected for his debut album because he didn't think it was strong enough. So to play out this episode, here's Phil's live jazz version. Thanks for listening, and remember to please enjoy.
You have been listening to the Revelation Station podcast from the Revelation Station. Produced, directed and written by Simon Heldrick and Gary Starr. You can find us on Facebook at the Revelation Station Podcast. You can email us at revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com or if you've enjoyed this podcast and want to donate, you can go to buymeacoffee.com, donate the price of a coffee to the Revelation Station. This has been a Revelation Station production.